Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And now, live on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app, it's Gabe Ramirez. Makes me feel a little more special than I actually am. Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. The way that I start the show, if you've never heard it before, these are the top three things that are in my mind that have been living rent-free. I call it the trifecta. Studs, let's get it. Three, that's a magic number. Morrell going to third. He will slide. He's got a triple. Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. What a day. Whether it be Jalen Carter, whether it be spring training, there is just so much going on right now. And I have a good friend of mine, Sonic. I like, if, if you, like, I'm from Chicago and I know what my presets are. And I have, you know, I get like, bop, 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 all the way through. And Sonic from 104.3 Jams is here with me today. Howdy. Hit his mic. Oh, he got his mic on? Yeah. I appreciate you coming through today. Well, thanks for having me on. First time on The Score. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> really? I'm not a, really a sports guy, so I don't know. Yeah. Is that what You're you guys like, talk uh, about? There's a, guy named, there's a guy named Shane, who you know. He kind of epitomizes who you are, where you're like, I don't really care about sports, but I know about sports. Because you, yeah. you go to games. Yeah. Most certainly. I'm a former athlete. I just don't keep up anymore. Are you really? Yeah, I have a hole in one, first of all. I Are won, you serious? Yeah, I won a free throw competition in the state of California. It came Shut in second up. place when I was 12 years old. Are you serious? Yeah, promise you. And I also won an uh, essay contest about what the American flag meant to me. Oh, that's not sports. <laughs> Never mind. This is something right. else. So this is Sonic from 104 Jams, obviously our sister station here. Him and I, good friends. So we get to do the trifecta together, all right? So... Sonic, I know you're always working when I'm doing this, but these are the top three stories that have been living in my head. Okay. Sort of rent-free. I call it the trifecta. Let's go ahead and start it off. Number three. And they're going to Booch. Booch throws it to Caruso. Caruso throws the ball in the air. Ball game over. Bulls win. Bulls win. Bulls win. 117-115. And we got a dance in Motown. So Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wennington on the call right there. 70 the score. Did you know that Chuck Swirsky dances every time the Bulls win? I did not Puts know it on that. On Twitter, Mm-mm. he let, let's be honest. You and I, we've been to bounce. We've been to a lot of establishments here in the city of Chicago. Too many, yes. more than we like to admit. Chuck Swirsky, if he was with us, like he would be the guy that was in the middle of the circle. Okay, he's that guy. 
starting the thing off. Huh? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so what do you, what, what, okay, as a casual fan, mm-hmm. what do you think about the Bulls? Well, I like that they got Pat Bev, you know what I'm saying? He's back in his hometown. Grind time. Yeah, and then I think it's really, what he's been saying to Zach Levine off the court has really been helping him. Like, it's Dude. boosted his confidence, okay, t- especially because. No, 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 time out, time out. Demar's not in. Time out, time out, time out. Before I brought you on here, you were like, I don't know much about sports. <laughs> literally, you are literally saying what I would say. Pat oh. Bev is lifting Zach Levine up to be the Zach Levine that he's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't know. Why well, I just feel like I don't know sports like you guys do here at The Score. Like, I'm just a casual guy. We're both Chicago guys. Yeah, and Love I go it. online and I bet my money and lose just like everyone else. So. <laughs> no, it's, it's exactly what you're saying, though. I mean, we were looking at yesterday. Granted, the Bulls lost. They won their first two with Pat Bev. Yesterday was kind of an anomaly. The, the Toronto Raptors, long athletic team, Zach Levine, 41 points. Can't really take any shots at it, but... I think the Bulls are in a good state of mind. They're, you know, they're going to in a good place to be dominating teams, and I think they will continue to be that because because of their defense and because of the guy you mentioned, Pat Bev. Yeah, I think that they were in a you know they're having their peaks and valleys all season. They were in a low. Pat Bev comes just re-energizes everybody because you know they've had injuries all year. I mean, who is this? Lonzo Ball's been out. Studs. Caruso studs. I thought I thought I was you sure only, this is your first time. I yeah. thought I was the only pop culture guy that was. Doing sports. Here we got here we got Sonic from 104 Jams here on 670 the score. And he's Yeah, man. Bulls in a good position. Winning winning three out of four. I think that's the good spot where the Bulls are in. I think that again, I mentioned before, Pat Bev on the team really solidifies the rotation of the Chicago Bulls. Zach gets to do his thing. DeMar, regardless of what happened in the fourth quarter, I heard Dan Bernstein kind of coming down on the Bulls and Billy Donovan for that matter. But overall, I think the Bulls are in a position to really compete because Pat Bev comes in and is the the general, the floor general, yeah, for that matter, and it allows them to really fall into their own specific places. You know what I mean, Sonic? Right, and he's so extroverted. They need that. They need a they need a spark like that. Someone that's just outrageous, ripping their jersey off. Listen, wait, sorry, I went a little. No, no, no. You and I, we, we rip our jersey off when we go out. So this is no <laughs> different than that. All right, number two, let's go. Number. Here is your spring training update. The Sox put up three in the second, held onto a 6-4 victory against the Rockies. Uh, here are some standouts. I know we hate Laurie Garcia often, but uh, he smacked the home run. <laughs> so it's hard in those moments. Two RBIs. Tanner Banks recorded two innings uh, with the save, had three strikeouts and a hit. I gave him one hit. As for the Cubs, they won 6-1 versus the A's. Uh, the standouts, standouts in that game, Marcus Stroman went two, uh, two in the third with two strikeouts. Uh, while Nick Madrigal, former White Sox, went uh, two-thirds with two RBIs and a stolen base. Now, Sonic from 104 Jams, are you a Cubs fan or a Sox fan? Oh, I like the Cubs. Um, sorry, everybody, if that's going to Why do you lean that way? Why? Well, because— Because uh, where are you from originally? Uh, I'm from San Diego. Okay, so, so. Why, why why Cubs versus the Sox? Well, because uh, we have the Cubs on 670 to score, so we Stop get— Stop it. What? I swear. Studs. Studs is a Sox fan. I'm a Sox fan. I know, but uh, when I moved here, I didn't have a team. So we uh, sometimes we get tickets thrown our way. So <laughs> that's what happens. And then uh, Company man. I yes. like it. Well, Fair. I mean, Fair. I'm getting free tickets, so I'm sorry. So before when the Sox were on, the, on here on 670 to score, I used to go to all the games, all the 1 o'clock games. And then when the Cubs came on 670 to score, it was more or less the same thing where the 1 o'clock games, I didn't necessarily work in the afternoon. I was like, give me these parking passes. 
Give me tickets to the game. So, you know, Cubs yeah. fan nonetheless. Well, I, I think that I'm more of a, like, image-wise, a Sox fan or a Sox guy. What Be- does that mean, image-wise? Well, well because uh, I'm from <laughs> California, right? Fair. So, okay, so Fair. the Anaheim Fair. Angels or the California Angels, whatever, they're like the uh, the team that's just, like, cookie cut or whatever. And then you got the Dodgers. It's like Echo Park. What's up? So that's like the Sox and the Cubs. Fair. Does that make sense? That does make sense okay. because because that's what it is here yeah. in Chicago. Like, let's be very honest. If you are a Cubs fan, you are, you know, yeah. a certain type of way. And if you're a Sox fan, you're right. Studs, am I wrong on this? No shade. Or anyway. am I? Am I like because we're being real on six seven Discord, and you're like the middle guy. So, am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm you're right. right. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. I'm just being fair. So, yeah, it's okay. But it's okay to lean in those directions. Yeah. So I just feel like I'm more of a socks guy because I have tattoos. I'm like six six, two fifty, pure muscle. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, five nine. <laughs> no, but we. <laughs> okay. So when, okay. uh, actually, when I went to my first Cubs game, someone that worked here was like, "I picture you to be a socks guy." So. Nah. And that was when you're, I was like, what you're a middle about? of the road guy. Again, okay. it's Sonic from yeah. 104 Jams hanging out with me here on the trifecta. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 the score. Uh, but you, how long are you working at the jam, at 104 Jams it's, now? Uh, 104 3 Jams going to be five years in May. Okay. So it's okay for you to have some sort of allegiance yeah. to one side or the, another. All right. Well, let's. Well, the one thing we can agree on is number one. Number one. And that is the fact that Jalen Carter is back at the Combine, which I really appreciate. So, if you're not familiar, Jalen Carter, one of the two names that has, you know, been at the top of the pecking order for the Chicago Bears. Will Anderson Jr., Jalen Carter, two guys that have been there where if you draft outside of the top four, then you are no longer securing the rights of those two guys. But, Jalen Carter, dealing with some legal issues, he was doing some, like, Sonic, he was doing some uh, illegal racing. That led to a death, which is obviously oh, sad. That's not good. Not, not good. See, if Sonic and I were doing like a pop radio show, we'd go in that direction, but we're going to keep it light. But yes, it led to someone losing their life, and that obviously is something that teams are going to look at. But here's what I love about Jalen Carter. One, he put out a statement immediately after this happened. After the warrant was put out for his misdemeanor arrest, two misdemeanors, he put out a statement saying basically like, yo, it's all good. I'm going to be exonerated, whatever. But more importantly, Sonic, he showed back up at the NFL draft combine. So it's like, it wasn't like he shied away from everything. It was like, I'm going to stay at the crib. I'm not necessarily going to do what I got to do. He went to the combine. It was like, no, I'm going to face this head on because he understands he wants to be a top 10 pick. Studs. So many people in my group chat were saying that, Jalen Carter is going to fall out of not only the top 10, but the first round. I know you and I, we follow this closely. I said zero chance he falls out of the top 10. What is your thoughts? Mm, I think. I see your arms crossed. You know, I I'm a nonverbal specialist. <laughs> That's the, I do that when I'm thinking. No, 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 no. You do it when you're, you, whatever you're about to say might not be in alignment with what you're thinking. So say what you think. No, what, no, it's what I'm thinking. It means, for me, when I do that, it means it's going to be counter to what you said. <laughs> Okay, I fair. think that I think that there's definitely a chance he falls out of the top ten. It depends on out of the first round, out of the top Zero. ten. I, I know. I'm asking. That yeah. was the second follow up. Yeah, I'll get there. It's going to depend on what happens from this investigation. Now, you know, like okay. like is he just going to pay a fine? 
is he gonna have to serve jail time? I don't think he's gonna have to serve jail time. No jail but, like, time. And then what happens from the investigation? Like, did he leave the scene of the accident where his teammate and mm. his teammate died? You know, like there's gonna be a whole lot of stuff around that. So if it looks like really bad that he left the scene of an accident, yeah. then you're right. Then he might drop out of the first round. But top ten, he's still probably going in the top ten right now. But I don't think he's gonna. Right now, if it's if I'm the Bears and on my big board, he's. He's moved it's down. It's he's tough. Moved All down. right. Will Anderson's number one right now. He's Adam Stazinski. I'm Gabe Ramirez along with Sonic from 104 Jams hanging out with me here on 670 The Score. Sonic, when you look at a guy like this, when you think about someone that has drama associated with him, like your ex, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're dating a girl, she got drama associated with her. Are you trying to save a girl without using the bad words? Are you trying to save a girl? Or are you trying to go with the surefire, I know you're great in Will Anderson? Depends. I mean, does ma- can management handle it? Yeah. Like Phil Jackson with the Lakers. Yeah. Like you bring someone in, he's gonna slap him around and make sure they're good. That's to a go. great point. You know, Dennis Rodman, blah blah blah. But uh, can the Bears management handle that? I don't know. Yeah. So you being here in Chicago for X amount of years, when you think about the Bears, right? Because you know, mm-hmm. five years, still new. When you think about the Bears, do you think they're a, a, a franchise that can look at a talent like Jalen Carter and say? We can withstand the negative PR that comes from that. Or do you feel, being here for this long, 104 Jam, Chicago, the such, do you see him being here and be like, nah, they don't want anything to do with that? No, I could see him being here because he could turn it around. Uh, what's his name from the Raiders? Waller? Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm Waller. Uh-huh. So stuff like that. Like, you turn it around. If he messes up again, then peace. You know, right. give, him, give him another chance. That's what it is. Yeah. And I think that's what Bears fans are dealing with, whether they want to stay within that top four. And that's something that a lot of people have thought about. And the other question is whether the move to seven, nine for the Raiders or the Carolina Panthers. Is Jalen Carter going to be there at, at those draft picks? And will it be a value? At 7 or 9. That's something that remains to be seen. So that'll be interesting. All right. That is the trifecta, ladies and gentlemen. That's a magic number. Right here on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez. Shout out to everybody listening on the Odyssey app. Again, man, not only can you take all of our stations with you everywhere you go, but you can get exclusive content. Yesterday, the day before, Mark Grody and I were on the go live, uh, which is something, again, exclusive to the Odyssey app. You can also get uh, podcast for everybody that's on 670 The Score and a lot of our stations, not only here in Chicago, but around the country. That's super cool. And let's be honest, I got Sonic hanging out with me today. Woo! I got to be honest, this is man. pretty cool, man. Gee, I could just You and I have never really done radio together. No, this is the first time. You, hey, you're right. This is this, like... We're overdue, man. You never bring me on to your, your show. Yeah, because um, I barely yeah. talk. They don't even <laughs> let me talk. So I'm like, why would I bring someone else, you know? I literally... <laughs> okay, that's the biggest jump from like B96 and 670 to score, where I'm sitting here and it's like, like today, I did 10 to 3 on B96 and you talk between songs. You mm-hmm. know what that is. But here on 670 to score, and this is why you, the listener, I'll say it, much more intelligent than a B96 listener because... The, <laughs> But let me say why, though. Let me say why. Let me, let me tell you why. Sure. Because whatever I'm saying right now, 99% of the listeners already know what I'm saying. And I'm merely giving my opinion on what they know. It's an extremely intelligent audience. 670 The Score, they are real Bears fans, real Cubs fans, real Sox fans. And... When I am on in the evening, Sonic, when I see you in the hallways and you're passing by, like, 
I have to give my opinion on what I think is happening in the landscape of Chicago sports, but my opinion as a Chicagoan, as, as a guy that lives here, you know what I'm saying? And like earlier today, 10 to three, when I was on B96, like I was talking about like Justin Bieber turning 30 in a year. <laughs> Just being real, right? Like I'm, I'm saying small things, but again, the, the listener that's listening right now, when they say, when they hear you on the radio, like these are intelligent dudes and females that that understand the landscape of Chicago sports, and they've probably already listened to you on this, on one of four jams, and they're just coming over here. Yeah, they probably heard me. They probably don't know who I am because you know I don't talk that much or say my name. But um, yeah. But what I want, I do want to say, uh, I have been here for almost five years. Yeah. But Chicago, when it comes to sports and the culture, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't front like I'm from here. I don't try to act like I'm right. from here. I try to learn the city, everything from the food to the neighborhoods, yeah, to uh, the sports, obviously. And I just think it's so awesome that. Uh, you know, Chicago sports fans are so passionate because when you come from San Diego or LA, yeah. like it's people whatever. are trying to go to the game and get an Instagram picture <laughs> for real. Fair enough. So that's real, man. Hey, so follow him. What's, what do you want on socials? Uh, yeah, uh, only fan. I mean, uh, Stop TikTok <laughs> is TikTok is Sonic ate my pizza. <laughs> Sonic right. on air. That's me. Hey, right. appreciate you, man. Ch- check him out right now, man. This is one of my favorite dudes here. At the Odyssey Network, man. Sonic, one of four jams. You're listening to him while you're listening to me. All right. On the other side, we get an opportunity to talk to Clay Harbor, former NFL alum, and he is all over the Bears draft. What they should do, where they should be with that number one pick and where they should move down to. Uh, We're going to talk to him after the break. Don't go anywhere. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I just think um, Justin Fields uh, was a special athlete. I think that uh, Ryan Day and that Ohio State program did a great job with him and utilizing all his strengths. I think that Justin Fields has such a high ceiling, and he hasn't reached that his full potential yet, and that will continue to come uh, because he's just such an unbelievable athlete and the speed that you've seen on the field this year. Uh, but I think Bryce Young, uh, like I said, is a quarterback. If he gets in the right situation, uh, can be, a, be an excellent quarterback in this league. That was Rick Spielman right here on 670 The Score, former GM. Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score, broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. And right now, what a pleasure joining us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. We got Clay Harbor, my guy. Clay, what's up, man? How are you? <laughs> what's up, Gabe? I'm great, man. I'm just uh, out here. Uh, finishing up a workout and Stop happy it. to talk Stop to it, you bro. guys Stop about it, my bears. Hey, man, you got to stay in the gym, dude. No, no, no. You got to stay in the gym, No, bro. here's the thing, bro. You're not going to be living with like 10 people in, in a trailer and then be working out and making us feel all bad while you're out here grinding and making a, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that, bro. It's, it's too and much. Man, don't forget about, yeah, yeah, don't forget about I just finished up a big project for business school over here and get my MBA, man. We're doing it Are all you really? over here, Gabe. Are you yeah, really? we ain't slowing down, man. All gas, no brakes. Let's okay, go. time out. Talk to me a little bit. So Clay Harbor, got getting his business degree. I mean, so you're and you're finishing it up right now, or are you just starting? I'm a year in, and I got a year left uh, to get my MBA, which is my Master's of Business Administration from uh, Indiana University if Kelly could, School of Business. If, if I could curse, I'd be like, mm, we know what MBA is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say the word, but I'm like. <laughs> know what the nba is okay so so but let, let's 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 okay before we talk about that first of all clay harbor obviously played for the jags in the nfl i mean really good dude just super knowledgeable i mean bear centric but let's live in the nba space for a while i mean and let, let's go back and this is obviously a little personal let's go back to year yeah. one you know what i'm saying like getting into the nba i think a lot of people don't even understand like when they hear about an nba right clay like you ought to apply. You got to do so much stuff. So, like, what was the motivation behind, like, hey, I need to get an MBA? What was the motivation behind that? So, um, there's this there's this program, right? And it's for uh, it's for the NFL. And if you get accepted, you, you know, you take your GMAT, you get accepted, you have to, you know, write a uh, paper. You know, you have to do a couple essays and basically state your case of why you're worthy to go to your, the business school you want. And Kelly partners with NFL. So basically it comes down to this is you got five years after you're done your, your last game, you can go back to school. Nobody takes advantage of this because NFL players, some of us are dumb. I'll be honest. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't, don't want to say dumb. I just mean like, I, they're not on the grind. Yeah. Let's say that clearly. They're not on the, the grind. grind yeah, they're as not much. dumb. They're right, not right. dumb. I, yeah, I should say these guys are smart because I mean, it takes a lot to, 
to pick up a playbook. And I'll be honest, Gabe, these playbooks aren't easy. Like, so, like the, the dumb jock moniker isn't relevant because, in my opinion, like, dude, I've picked up some playbooks. I, I do business school homework, but these playbooks, New England Patriot playbook, if you play for the Patriots, <laughs> Gronk, Gronk may look like a big, dumb animal, but that guy knows the New England Patriots playbook inside that now. That says a lot. So, yes. So that's so right. difficult. But, yeah, the GMAT, the essays, you go through all this. And for me, I'm like, yo, I want to keep progressing. You know, progress equals happiness to me. 1% better every day in a couple of years. You know, it may suck now, but in a couple of years, I look back, I got my MBA as well as everything else. I just want to keep pro- progressing, keep getting better. And I think education and learning is huge. And it just keeps you, your brain fresh. It just keeps you quick. And obviously, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, man, he's Clay Harbor. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 to score. I appreciate that. I think, you know, Clay, when you're thinking about, you know, who's listening at night on 670 to score, right? Like, like yeah. we get it, right? Yeah, it's, it's those that are grinding, you know what I mean? Like, everybody that's worked yep. there 9 to 5, they're at home. Right now, 7 o'clock, you're working third shift or you're headed out yep. to a gig. So, so I love for people, right, my listeners, to be able to hear from you, a former NFL athlete that is still grinding, right? You still have a year left in the NBA program. And it's like, Hey man, it never stops. The grind never stops. Right. So whatever it is that you're doing. So I hope you don't mind me prying too much into that. That, 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 I just thought that was real dope, man. I thought that people need to hear that. Yeah. So of course, absolutely, bro, man, you out here grinding for everybody, (laughs) bro. All right. So one thing we can all agree on, whether you're listening, whether it is you, whether it is me, is that the Chicago bears have a lot of work to do this upcoming off season. Got Mm. a ton of money in cap space. Sitting on that number one pick. Before we get into specifics, Clay, when you, just as a casual, you know, Chicagoan, because you live here and you follow the team, as a as a casual person in that space, when you see the Bears in the situation that they're in, and like I mentioned, the cap and the number one draft pick, just, again, before we get into specifics, what is it that you, like, it, it seems like a no-brainer that this organization should be doing with all of this momentum leading into this moment? It's a big opportunity. And I mean, it's an opportunity that I don't think many organizations have ever had in, in the history of this game to have a guy that's a, a quarterback that's as talented as ours is, right? Usually you're not going to have the number one pick, but our defense was so bad and the supporting cast was so bad that you have this opportunity. And there's still some decent players on this team. You don't have to start completely over, but you really do have an opportunity to just switch this roster like a lot of organizations haven't had in the past. And you, you, you have $100 million in cap space, almost. You got the number one pick in the draft. Obviously, we, we traded away that second pick, number 32, which would have been big. But we can still get a lot of draft capital for that number one and really reshape this team in one year. So it's a great opportunity. I think things are looking up. I think this year we saw what Fields can do through that five, six-game span that he had. And I think you, you put the team around them now. you got all this money in free agency. What I look at is I see a team like the Jaguars that had the first overall pick last year, and they had $100 million in cap space as well. What were they able to do? They went from worst two years in a row, worst team in not, not their division, worst team in the NFL. So guess what? Making the playoffs, winning a playoff game and winning their division. That's something that, I mean, I know it's far-fetched right now, but I see the pieces there. If we can have a successful free agency like the Jags, successful draft like they did we can be a team like them that could do the same type of thing okay well let's let's start with the draft capital right because that's what you mentioned initially i mean for you personally what does that look like because there are so many people like hey we should trade to number two for the to the texans before the draft and 
then trade number four. But but nobody's really talking about what the draft capital looks like, right? So for you, what would you like to see in return? Not necessarily just for the number two or the number four, but as a whole on a macro level, what would you like to see the Bears get back for that number one spot? And what I'd like to see or what I think they'll see. What I'd like to see, I mean, in the perfect world, you're trading – yeah, you're trading to the Texans, you're getting the second pick, and in return, maybe you're getting there, you're probably not going to get their 12, you know, they got the two and the 12, but, you know, you probably get that 30, that 33, you get the 33 and maybe like a fifth round pick just to go back one spot, okay, now we got, we got our second pick, second round pick back, we got a fourth round or fifth round, right? And then from there, guess what, the Colts are starting to get nervous because some teams are trying to trade up with the Bears, they want to make sure they get their quarterback, so now the Colts come up. And for them to come up, maybe we get a first rounder next year and another fourth and fifth round pick this season so we could, you know, solve the back end of this roster. Poles has done a pretty good job of that. Braxton Jones, our starting left tackle, was a fifth round pick last year. Jack Sanborn was an undrafted free agent. So I think you can turn that into a lot of things. But the problem I think we might run into is no quarterback is really going to separate. So I think you might have to trade a little bit further back, maybe to a Seattle. Maybe you go to a Oakland something like that. And I know that puts us out the range of a Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, but with, with, with everything that's happened lately, I don't think that's a terrible thing. Clay, uh, Clay, know, hold on, Clay, hold on. Clay, hold on. What makes yeah. you think that no QB is going to be able to separate? Because when I look at this, at this thing, I mean, you hear outliers from an Anthony Richardson. You hear those that could potentially be enamored with a Will Levis. You see the front runner and a Bryce Young, and then a guy that could just shake the whole thing up in CJ Stroud. Like, what makes you think that there won't be any QB that could separate themselves from the rest? There could be, but right now, I mean, that's Bryce Young. The guy just measured in at 5'10 and, you know, 190 pounds. <laughs> right, right, so, right, right, right. I mean, to me, that's, that's uncharted territory. And I think, like, I'm listening to Mel Kiper today. You know, I like to keep – he knows, he talks to people, and he's not lying. He's saying, hey, I got teams that are telling me that four different quarterbacks are their favorite quarterback. Yeah. He's saying, I don't know if the Bears – are going to be able to trade this to the Texans or the, or the Colts because the fact is that there is four solid quarterbacks there that all different teams have as their favorite quarterback. So now it's, it's based on do the Texans think that the Colts want their guy? you got to hope they fall in love with someone and stars align that they're willing to trade you know, some good picks for that. But I think you might have to be open to going further back to really create that demand. Yeah, we're talking to Clay Harbor right here on 670. The score on Gabe Ramirez, of course, Clay Harbor, a nine-year NFL veteran, play for the Jags. I mean, play for the Eagles, play for a couple of teams here. Really has some good insight, but is, is passionate about this Chicago Bears team. I follow you on Twitter. I see a lot of the stuff that you're mentioning out there regarding, you know, Justin Fields and the likes. People up in arms, whether it be Jared Payton, whether it be Robert Griffin III, just like how how is trading Justin Fields even a conversation, right? And yeah. Clay, when I look at it, and as a just you know just someone that's I'm a, I'm a real Bears fan, but I'm also like ten percent of me, Clay, is like, damn, what if what if Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud is really the truth, and we ha- we hang our hat on Justin Fields, and that might be the wrong answer. Not saying that we shouldn't, right? Because I'm I'm riding with Justin Fields, but. I feel like not enough people are, I don't know, they, that they're, they're, they're anticipating the, the fact of Bryce, uh, Bryce Young being that dude. Like, what, what do you think? Are you 100% sold on, on Justin Fields, or, or are you like me where there's like a part of you 
that could be regretful in a couple of years when thinking about Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud and what they could be? Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a part of me that's worried about that because Bryce Young, to me, he's definitely a better thrower. He, he's, got, he's quicker. He's got better vision. But to me, we've already seen what Fields can do in the NFL. Okay, some of these quarterbacks, some of these guys might come in and not be able to play. Right. We've seen Fields be successful. We saw this game span when Getsy, that pseudo bye week, when Getsy changed the offense to really suit Fields. You got the runs in there, the rollouts, you got the, the RPOs, and that's what Fields needs to do. He, he's a full service quarterback. He can run, he can pass, he can do a design run, he can scramble for these third downs. So when they change this offense and it's two to bye week, you really saw what he's able to do. We don't know for sure what Bryce Young's going to be. He looks like he can be someone that's special, but he is 5'10", 190, and he was doing that in college. Same thing with C.J. Stroud. Great game against Georgia, but we don't know what he's doing the whole season. So there's a chance, there's a good chance these guys could be superstars. But in my opinion, you got a sure thing with Justin Fields. Justin Fields isn't going to get worse. He's 23 years old. He's going to get better. Regardless, he will get better. And I already saw him last year. At one clip, he was averaging 30 points a game. He's yeah, one of the top fantasy true. quarterbacks in the league. We know he can do that. So in my opinion, you stick with the shirt thing, the guy you've seen do it before, instead of risking it on a quarterback that we're not even sold on. Let me talk to let me ask you from like a professional standpoint, right? Like you played in the league, you had some good quarterbacks throwing you the ball. I mean, what is it like being a tight end or a wide receiver for that matter? Just someone on the offensive end that's supposed to be receiving the ball, and there's not maybe a hundred percent certainty from the quarterback position. Like, what was that like for you? You know what I'm saying? Like being in the league and seeing a guy throwing you the ball and maybe not having a ton of confidence in him or thinking that he still has some room to grow. Like, what was that like for you? Yeah, it's, it's different because I did play with Michael Vick. Here's the thing. We knew that you weren't in some plays. You know, Mike wasn't the guy that was going to get the ball, the, the quickest quarterback you've ever seen. But mm. on the back end of that, if you stay alive, you're going to get some opportunities on the back end and a scramble. So it's give and take. You're, if you're a receiver that you just want your three-step slant out, you know, Fields isn't the prototypical Three-step drop out, five-step drop out. But can he be Clay? But can he be? Because that's what I think we need as a bit. Like, that's what I think he needs to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can get outside and extend the play and and create some offense. But I feel like he needs to be the three-step drop guy to the slant. He will get better at that. I think it'll be like a Lamar Jackson type thing where Lamar can still throw the ball. He can still get it three and out. He can still get it five and out, seven and out. But – where he really separates himself and he's the, where he really is going to be one of the best in the league is when he starts creating on the back end of those plays. Third down, third down's a hard, hard, hard down in the NFL. All these blitzes, these schemes, the Bears got a cheat code. They got a guy that can run for, th- for first downs on almost any play, any call. This guy can scramble. He makes it so difficult. We all thought through that five, six game span when they were using them the way they should have, how he is running through these first downs and these third downs and doing such a good job of extending drives. That's where he's going to make his money. And I know some people don't like the fact that, okay, maybe he's going to be labeled a running quarterback. No, he's a playmaker, and he's going to make his plays. He's not the typical Trevor Lawrence-type quarterback, the, you know, the typical Joe Burrow, but he's a different type, and he can really change the game with some of the stuff he can do. Yeah, and I think that's important. I think it's tough, right, Clay? I mean, we're talking Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL vet here on 670. The score, I'm Gabe Ramirez. I think that, you know, we we see we see Justin Fields right as a casual fan base. We see Justin Fields and and we're enamored by his talent, the ability to run. We know we 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 give him the crutch, right? 
which is if you had a wide receiver, if you had an offensive line, you'd be able to X, right? And I think that's what what is the the the, the X factor where we don't really know. So that's what I want to ask you right now, Clay. It's it's, it's a conversation to have a lot with my dad. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it's a conversation to have a lot with my friends. It is if Justin Fields were to get a wide receiver, if he were to get an offensive line, what does his floor look like in terms of completions and yardage? What what does that look like if you were to get those things? It's going to look a lot higher than it is now. Like what, though? But be specific, Clay. Give me some numbers. Is he 9 for 18 or is he 13 for 21? You know what I mean? Like it's a big difference there. I don't think he's ever going to be. I mean, but then you look at a guy like Jalen Hurts, who he had very similar numbers as Jalen Hurts in his second year, as Jalen Hurts in his second year going into his third season. So I think he can get better. You get a number one receiver, you get him a better offensive line, you get him a good defense, which helps. It's all symbiotic. Get him a better team. I think you're not going to see huge numbers, but I think you're going to see Lamar Jackson-type numbers. Lamar Jackson will still throw for some big games. That's my comp. I don't think he's Jalen Hurts. I think he's more – of Lamar Jackson, maybe he can throw a little bit better, and he's even a little bit better runner than Lamar Jackson. I think he's. I think he's. When people are talking about trading Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, I need more to do that. And I know I'll get Lamar Jackson. <laughs> right, I'm right, still right, with right. Justin Fields because I think he can be better once you get him some weapons. Yeah, and I'm trying to think about it, right? Because Clay, that's where I really live. I mean, I'm a Bears fan. I love Justin Fields. I do not want him on any other team because, obviously, that is the. The, cr- the crutch right there, right? Whether he w- can go to another team and excel at a higher level. But I feel like here in Chicago, he can be that dude. But again, what I struggle with is what his floor looks like. And I try to live in that space for Justin Fields. And I'm like, okay, with a crap offensive line, with a super mediocre and yeah. below, you know, wide receiver group, <laughs> you know, he was nine for X yeah. for 100 and X yards, right? But I really want his floor in my heart of hearts. I want his floor to be, you know, 11 for 18 for 200. To me, that's what I want his floor to be, right? Like, I want you to – I want with, with uh, the assumption that we're adding a, an A receiver, that we're adding two people at the very minimum to the offensive line, and if we do that, can you be 10 for 18 for 210? You know what I mean? Do you think that's a possibility yeah. if we were to – if the Bears were able to get those pieces in play? No, I think he's going to get better, and I know he's had some, you know, some tough games this year. But I think if you get him the offensive line, I think if you get him the weapons, that his floor will be better, and that you're still going to be able to win games. I think he's a guy that you can win games. He's going to, he separates the running game too. You realize that the Bears are still the best running team in the league for a reason. That's because Justin Fields, they, there always has to be a defender looking at the quarterback. That's why the zone read is still so effective. Basic play. Zone read. Jalen Hurts made a killing in the playoffs in the regular season yeah. on the zone read. So the Bears, you have to use. You get an extra defender. You get a, you have to get to pull out an extra defender. It's just like when you're running a quarterback run, you pick up that extra blocker. So the quarterback's not handing off the ball; he's keeping it. Same thing with the zone read. You keep that defender. So he, even if he's not having those crazy stats, he will be able to help the game and affect the game and get wins. And it's about wins, you know. For me, it's about wins. It's not about it's not about the stats he's putting up. We want to see we want to see W's. I don't want to be picking the top ten next year. I'm done with that. Yeah. So I think he can be a quarterback that you can win with. I think that's absolutely right. The Bears getting out of the top ten, vying for a playoff spot, maybe missing it by one or sneaking in, whatever that might be. I think Clay and I are on the same page that we would love to see any of those options. Clay, 
Appreciate you hanging out with me, man. Thanks for giving me some of your time, all right? Absolutely, Gabe. Appreciate you having me, bro. Of course, man. Clay Harbor, right here on 670. The score, nine-year NFL vet. Uh, played for the Eagles, the Jags, and covers the Bears, man. It's really cool to talk to Clay Harbor, former NFL alum, right here on 670. The score. All right, on the other side, we're not necessarily sure. We can we can say what we want, and I love everybody that's texting in to 312 Six seven six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. with all your thoughts and opinions. Uh, and we're, we are actually, keep those coming in, by the way, uh, but we are going to hear from Ryan Poles. Uh, he spoke at the NFL Combine as to what he's thinking with that first pick, him, Matt Eberflus. Uh, we're going to hear that clip on the other side, so do not miss it. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Listen to The Score for a chance. Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Ah, what a good conversation we have with Clay Harbor here on 670 The Score. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's one thing for me. I've never played professional football in my life. Neither have you. You get to talk to Clay Harbor and you're like, he thinks like I think. So I'm not too far off. So essentially, we are professional athletes. In terms of our mindset. No? Is that not how that works? Uh, he thinks how we think. I think that's fair. I think, okay, thank you. Thank God. When when you don't have actually somebody say this room, shout out to Adam Studzinski uh, for being my conscious right there. I think that's pretty much on par, right? Like, he feels like, like we feel in terms of where the Bears should go, what that should look like. This is cool to talk to Clay Harbor. Make sure you guys follow him, all right? Um, but right now, we get an opportunity to hear from Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus. And... And the good thing about this, imagine being Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus at the NFL Combine. You essentially are a rock star. Like, imagine being the, I don't know, the Jets GM. Nobody cares about you. Zero. Like, absolutely not even one person is coming to talk to you. You have Garrett Wilson. Reese Hall's coming back. You're probably going to sign some veteran, whether that be, you know, Carr or Rodgers. It's something you're boring. But Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus, like you're the bell of the ball. Like your cleavage is showing, your booty's popping out. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever, like you're doing all the dances. You're wilding. You're Ryan Poles, you're Matt Eberflus. You are a, a pig with some lipstick. And everyone is trying to talk to you. More so than anyone else, even though they know what you're going to do. You're going home with the popular guy. We know this. But they spoke. Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus. And if you could read between the lines, then you might want to listen to this. Yeah, I think there's phases to it. But right now, just kind of sitting back and um, and taking the calls as they come and, and listening. And, and then we'll get together and kind of see what's best for our organization moving forward. Now, first and foremost, Ryan Poles sounds like a Hawaiian dude. Let's be very honest. I'm like, bruh. Bruh, like in like the like the Hawaiian movies, bruh. I don't believe it. But listen, whenever I see Ryan Pulse talk, here's another thing: he looks scared. I don't know what it is. I see his face; he just looks overwhelmed in the moment, and he's probably not very clear. He seems extremely confident in what it is he's doing. You wouldn't be hired as the GM of the Chicago Bears if you weren't confident. But when I, I think see, he's a lot more confident now than he was a year ago. Facts. But he got that. Like, I have a little nephew. 
And he's always on the verge of tears. And that's where I feel like Ryan Poles is. When I see him talk, I'm like, are you going to cry? <laughs> are, you gonna, are, you about to, are you about to cry? Like, that's what I always see him. But then he surprises me with some anecdote or some soliloquy that ends up being a beautiful statement towards the future of the Chicago Bears. And that's what I love a lot. And that, that's what that statement was, essentially. Because let's be very honest. Even the Bears' social media is tweeting out, like, what people think the Bears are going to do. Bears' social media is tweeting out the the projected trades. So it's not like you in your car, literally, right now, on the I-57, on 9094. Whatever your thoughts are towards this Chicago Bears team, it isn't, there, there's not much of a deviation from what Ryan Poles is thinking. Trade it, right? Think about that. The only difference is that Ryan Poles actually has received phone calls with actual offers, whereas you and I are simply living in this world where we know people want to trade for the number one pick. That's that's the, the only difference. The reality is the, the number one pick will be traded, and we all know that. But Ryan Poles has the advantage of talking to certain teams. And, and so it's so cool as a fan base because we are all on the same page. It's not as if Ryan Poles is sitting with the number one pick and there is a discussion as to whether or not he should take a quarterback or trade down, right? None of us are thinking that. They're, 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 and if you are in the former where you think he should trade it, you know, trade Justin Fields and keep the number one foolish. But if you're like the rest of us that are of sound mind and think that the number one pick should be traded, like we are all in the same, like we're all at the party together kicking it. And we're like, yo, what are we going to do? I don't know. What are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But the one advantage Ryan Poles has is that there are teams that have reached out. And I talked to a couple of NFL execs and, and I said, is it, is, it, is it Ryan Poles dictating what he wants? Or is it teams dictating what is it that they're willing to give? And these NFL execs have made it very clear that the way this conversation goes is very simple. Hey, what's up, Bears? How you doing? How- W-B-A-R-S, Bears, what's up? And these other teams are like, hey, we want the number one pick, and this is what we're willing to give. And then Ryan Poles is like, bet. Let me holler at you in a little bit. Let me, let me talk to my people. And I think that's fair because that's exactly how you would assume it would go. The Bears holding the number one pick should not be the aggressor. Those that covet the number one pick and would like to secure that position should be showing their hand prior to the draft. And that's exactly where the Bears sit right now. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670. The score, ah, what a great position to be in. Of course, I'm talking about the Bears. This is the reward for sitting through a 14-loss season. That's what this is. Of course, studs. You are in this position so that you can live in this space. And I just wish, you want to know what I would wish, studs, before we go to break? 
I wish these teams that were sitting at the two, four, five, seven, nine spot, just like you wish in your current relationship, that people will be explicit in their communication. Here is what I would like, and here is what I'm willing to give in order to get that. Make everything much easier. Like this could be a very easy conversation. This this show could be so much easier at 755 in Chicago. If Mr. Ballard from the Colts was like, hey, listen, Papa, here's what I got for you. I got a four, I got a 36. You know what I'm saying? You get it. Like, let's be real. Like, stop playing the games. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to put your cards out there. And then that way we could all discuss it on a different level. But you know what? Whatever. Got to play the game, right? I understand. But the Bears, I assure you, I assure you, I assure you, that Ryan Poles will not fumble the bag. You want to know why? Because it's not just one person that he's negotiating with. Several teams. And it's very easy to have one-on-one conversations with each team and to find out what is the best situation. I want to let you rest ashore as a Bears fan. That's what exists. All right, if you are a Bulls fan, you get an opportunity to talk about the team on the other side. Do not go anywhere. Uh, We talked to Casey Johnson at 820. And you get to get my opinions on this Chicago Bulls team or whether or not they'll make that play-in on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 